Hello and welcome to Diets Redefined, a podcast that provides evidence-based strategies for approaching fat loss and health that nurture all the parts of you, not just what's reflected on the scales. I'm Annie, a certified nutritionist who helps menopausal women claim back their health, body and confidence for life without fads or restriction. And I'm Bex. I'm also a certified nutritionist that helps women simplify fat loss without giving up the foods that they enjoy. My aim is to make you feel confident in yourself and the choices that you make. Our aim for this podcast is to help you quit the yo-yo diet cycle and keep the weight off for good without having to give up your life. You can find either of us on Instagram. My account is Bex Biceps and Banter. Mine is at ALS Nutrition. Hey, well, welcome to another episode of Diets Redefined with Annie and Bex. Today, what are we talking about, Annie? We are talking about basically when you notice that motivation dipping, you're feeling flat and you're in a bit of a funk and you just can't seem to find your way. You're stuck in a bit of a rut with your fat loss goals. Um, You know, you're not really making progress because you're not really taking action. You don't really know why you're taking action. You just feel flat. Yeah, you feel meh. meh. But what is meh? This is something we want to talk about as well, because we hear this a lot. Like I hear, I feel a bit meh. And I say it, I could say it. I feel really meh today. I don't know what's wrong. Ah. But when actually, what is it? What does that even mean? It's. I think it means I need to dig a bit deeper as to what emotion I'm actually feeling, because meh isn't actually an emotion. It's just a new word I feel that has come up from the emoji land or something. Yeah, this is the thing, like, so, so when you... um. The emotions wheel, the feelings wheel is something that I send to my clients like a lot to start developing some like emotional awareness around what they're actually feeling like if they're emotional eating or they're just like for this, for example, they're just feeling in a bit of a funk and they're feeling a bit meh. Meh is not an emotion. So what actually is going on for you here? Like it's not in the emotion wheel if you Google it. Um, <laughs> so go to the emotion wheel and just kind of like have a look. What's going on? What are you feeling? What are the sensations in your body? Like what's kind of going on under the surface so that you can solve the, you know, solve the problem, meet meet that need. Um, yeah. I think sometimes as well, like even if you don't go to the emotions wheel, like if that's like just have a minute like I felt like this I felt like this yesterday and I was like oh what is wrong with me like I don't know I, I was gonna say it, I felt a bit mess but actually when I stopped to take five minutes and thought no what am I feeling I was frustrated and annoyed about something that had happened and I was trying to mask it because I didn't actually want to delve into what was going on for me and what was coming up so I, I was annoyed that someone I felt was taking advantage. There was no respect. And and again, it's that kind of trait thing that kind of like has been a bit of a pattern in my life, maybe where people just take and I just put up with it and I don't ever stand my ground for what I feel I should say. And that's what was going on. I didn't feel meh. That, that was the emotion that I was feeling. I was frustrated. I was annoyed. I was like, I'm feeling like I'm being put in a box and I don't like this feeling because that that's sometimes how I've always felt in life um and that's what it was it, it wasn't meh that's not a thing like you said those emotions <laughs> so I did have to dig into it and like and I and I sometimes think that when we say about journaling and writing down this doesn't have I didn't write that down I literally paced around my kitchen and I was like I just kept saying to myself what am I feeling what is going on why why am I feeling like this and I, I was talking out loud to myself and then after a while it started to come out and I was like right that's that's what's bothering me um and I think that 
to me, that's journaling. That is brain dumping. It doesn't have to be this grand gesture where you make time to sit down and do this. Like you can do it on the spot, I think, as well. I think you just have mm. to sometimes allow yourself to do it in a different way to what you think society tells you how you should journal and how you should meditate and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was always someone that was so like, you're asking me to write in a in a book like you're taking the piss like can I just voice note it because I've got time to write in a book (laughs) yeah yeah for real I was so like anti I I bought all the journals as well and then when someone told me that it didn't have to be this structured like answering all these questions and I could literally just Mm. scribble in my tear off notepad here's how I'm feeling, like just get words onto paper and then I can screw it up and throw it in the bin after and I've rationalized everything in my brain. Brilliant. But also like, you know, if I'm texting my partner or something like that, it's like, and he's like, how's your day? And, you know, I'm just, yeah, not that great. Or like, mm, yeah, just feeling a bit meh. How are you today? Mm, meh. That is also key to be like, actually, journal on the bloody whatsapp like you know actually here's kind of what's going on for me and then like just get it out onto onto text with someone that can kind of like help you you know work through it or that is just there to listen to you and that cares like that's also like you know a little act of journaling as well and I think like sometimes you can write the text out and you don't even send it to anybody that's something I've done before as well I've just literally I've I, I like you know when you you have to go as if you're sending a message. So I click like a random person who I haven't even got a number in there. I just go to the like square box button on my phone, open it up as if I'm going to put a new number in. And then I will just write out. And, and it, again, it's just finding your way of, I think, communicating with yourself, which kind of leads into this topic. I think that what we want to talk about today is this feeling of you're hovering between making progress with, fat loss goals, health goals, whatever it is, and stopping yourself. You're you're like on this balancing thing of like, you want to do it, but something always pulls you back down. And then you feel like you're about to hit the bucket button or you're about to, you know, you maybe you do, and then you, you rein it back in again. And then that you're good for like, I say good with quotes things. Um, you, you're you good for two days. And then all of a sudden that button and you, you mess it up. And then you're like, oh, but you know, I'll just rein it back tomorrow. And you're kind of like doing this. For weeks and weeks and weeks but deep down you really want to make progress and I think this conversation has come around because it's it's just come up quite a bit I think with us with some of our girls and just what we hear what we've heard over the last couple of weeks you know so I yeah guess and that's that. the point isn't it like this is so so normal like everybody goes through this and I think it's really easy to think that you're not going anywhere when this happens, when you get in a bit of a rut, when you're not really making progress, but you're not taking the actions at the same time, like your consistency's kind of gone, you're feeling flat, and maybe you even think that you're moving backwards. But here's what I think, like, these periods are actually progress, in my opinion, because you learn so much in them about yourself, about, you know, what long-term goals and results actually look like and what's kind of involved there and you know it challenges you to kind of like dig deeper into what's holding you back from consistency because at the end of the day you've got to keep these habits and behaviors up for life like Mm. you've got to keep them up to get to the goal that you want to get to and then you've got to keep these habits and behaviors up to maintain that weight loss as well right and so if these things are holding you back and 
you know, there's something going on a little bit deeper. These tools are really important for that. So hitting these these moments or these time periods where you feel flat, you feel a bit meh, you're not really moving in the direction that you want to go. That is kind of progress because you need to learn how to kind of navigate these things so that you can like get your goals and also maintain them for life. Mm. Um, You know, and I think this is a, a kind of news news flash as well about long term sustainable fat loss, which you know is what we're all about here. It's not flashy, right? It's not well, it's not flashy all of the time. It's not exciting all the time. Maybe like when you first set out on it, it's really new and it's exciting and you're doing this thing. But you know, when you kind of get into it and you know you're three or six months down the line, it's really not that exciting. You're re- you're repeating the same behaviors you're developing the actions and consistency and results are slower and what can happen is especially if you like hard fast results and you're motivated by results and who isn't right but you can kind of get bored you want more because you're used to the diet clubs you're used to like as fast as possible I saw you know I dropped three pounds in two days like how like amazing you know and then you stop feeling motivated and like you said you stop taking action or you get complacent or you become less honest with yourself and then your progress stalls and then you get stuck and then your your motivation dips even further and you find yourself in a rut again yeah and you feel like you're and I think sometimes people have been dieting for longer than like some of my girls have been doing it for nearly a year and a half going on two years and they get these moments where they feel like they're on this standstill for maybe three months and they know that I can't change it for them that's not my role my role is to to help and guide them and question some of the things that they might want to do and give the evidence to support why I think certain things but it's difficult when they're in that place like when they are the person that is just they can't pull themselves out of this kind of feeling that they're in right now um and I think that, again, like I, I bring it up sometimes with them about flexible dieting is great. It is. It's what I'm all about. I'm here for all of it. I want my girls to have as much flexibility as they possibly can. But comes there is a price to pay with that. You can't have it all. Like when you are looking for a fat loss goal and even a health goal, you have to sometimes and more times than not say no. Or like mm. you have to remind yourself that actually am I being too flexible with the flexibleness? Like, you know, am I trying to outsmart it a little bit and be like, well, you know, as long as I'm eating these calories, then that's okay. And then you're actually not learning the things that you need to learn because you're still trying to find a different solution. You're trying to fit your old life into your, what needs to ultimately change for your new habits, behaviors, and lifestyle. Because like you said, this is a lifelong thing and it is forever. Like, you otherwise the weight goes back on because you haven't learned anything and I sometimes think that when you've been in a diet or you've got a lot to lose and it's been over maybe a year and a bit of nearly two years sometimes that that it becomes monotonous and like you said those shiny wins they're not there even though they could be but but you've got too used to kind of I think being in that groove that you've been in for quite a long time of this like no I'm just floating along even Mm. more but you can't seem to get yourself to go back to that place and I think that that's when this kind of like okay what does it mean to you then what what do you want and uh, something I got I think is quite a useful thing to do is like weigh up 
the pros and cons, like literally write a list of what happens if you stay where you are and you stay in this funk and you don't move any any closer, you stay. What are the, what are the pros? If it's, and that, if all the pros for that are a long list and you're happy with that, then maybe that's what you're meant to do right now. But if they're not, and on the other side of that pros and cons list is actually the cons are more than what the pros are, then I think there's questions to ask yourself there as to why you're not kind of like being where you need to be and doing the things that you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the first thing I ever do with my clients that kind of get stuck in a funk or in a bit of a rut and they can't seem to find their way and they're not really sure why they're not taking the actions or doing the things that they need to do. Mm-hmm. But they're also kind of like, well, I'm not seeing results. And then you get kind of stuck in this like cycle. Yeah. And that's just like, check in, check in with your values, check in with why is this thing, like, is this goal even important to you um, anymore? Because there's nothing wrong with changing a goal. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely not. But you're not going to want to work towards something or put in the effort for something that you don't really care about, right? Yeah, that's pretty that's cool. Um, And so checking in here, like, why the weight loss goal? Why is this important to you? what does this mean for your life? What does this add to you? How does this align with your values and like know what your values are? Um, And that's kind of like the first step so that you know the underlying motivation, the drive and the reason that you're showing up every day actually exists like first off. Yeah, definitely. And I think again, on that subject of like um, being compassionate about like calling yourself out, like there's also, yeah, you have to be compassionate towards yourself like if you have a bucket moment and you hit that button and you know whatever happens happens but there's also I think a point where you have to be compassionate to yourself to say why am I doing this this is not serving me I am not happy when I do this this is just me giving in to that too quickly because I haven't actually been told myself stop it this is not going to make me feel good this is not going to help me get to where I want to be in three or four months time um, and I think that's the other side of compassion. It isn't always, okay, go do what you want. That's fine. You get to eat X, Y, Z because that's what you're, what you're telling yourself. That's what you need. You have to also call yourself out on this shit that you keep telling yourself. This narrative maybe that you tell yourself, oh, it's okay. I had that, that quote unquote bad day, but that's okay. I'm allowed to have that. But that bad day then is like maybe five times out of the week. And then you're never seeing that progress. So then I think you need to be compassionate with yourself and say, I'm being a dick here. I need to actually be more like, yeah, aligned with myself. The compassionate way of what she just said. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, people know me know that is me being compassionate. <laughs> you dick. Um, yeah, that's... Um, that's something we've spoken about before isn't it these the yin and the yang and the the two yeah. sides of self-compassion and not like getting confused and it's called fierce compassion isn't it and I said this I you know the one of the um definitions that I love about self-compassion is that you know you kind of like acknowledge your suffering and you're really kind to yourself in that in those moments but also you're looking for a solution to alleviate that suffering and to fix it and to find the solution to that problem and commit yourself to it so yeah that means you know calling yourself out if this isn't where you want to be and you know actually yeah I really do want these goals and it is kind of just time for me to take a, a look at what's going on and you know make a commitment now um 
to pursuing like, it. What happened in that moment before you did that? Before you hit, before you had your bad moments, quote unquote, or you had that moment of weakness, what was happening literally just before that? And work backwards a little bit and then be like, okay, that happened. Maybe you were stressed and that's what caused it. But you can put a pause in that place. That's the strategy to, to overcome that as you pause. You don't just react straight away. Um, and again, talk, we talk about toolboxes all the time. And I think that sometimes you have to, it's not comfortable to do it. Like, you know, of course it's easier to go and reach for the chocolate or whatever it is that you go to do because that gives you that instant feeling of, oh, I feel better now. But is that being compassionate to yourself? Is it? Or mm -hmm. is it actually working through what was going on to then help you not do that same thing again and again and repeat those old habits? To me, I would, it's, that's a compassionate thing is finding why I'm doing it and solving it. So I don't keep making that same mistake because ultimately mm -hmm. if you don't solve it now, we'll, we go back to maintenance again, it's going to come up again. And then you're going to yeah. go back to maybe having to lose a stone, two stone, because you've, it, it, you haven't implemented the things that need to change. And maybe you're fighting against that because fat loss maybe isn't what you want to do right now, but you're also, you're torn. But like you said, goals can change. Yeah, that's valid. You know, I think that's so important. Like sustainable fat loss isn't just this like completely crazy, like um, notion, like sustainable fat loss is, you know, a set of, strategies and actions to support you being in a deficit consistently and to help you create behaviors and habits and ways to navigate your life that mean you then keep this weight off for life and so what I would kind of do is see these moments where I'm in this funk I'm feeling mad you know um I'm not really making any progress but I'm also not really like committing consistently and there's something going on here there you go that's one of the actions that's going to help you with sustainable fat loss is navigating what you're experiencing right now. Mm. It's not being like, um, oh, I'm in a funk. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's like, I'm in a funk. Oh, okay, like solving this and working out what's going on. That's the act, that's actually an action right now that's gonna help me lose weight and then eventually maintain it. Um, so kind of like reframing what's going on for you as well we said also about you know um dogs are barking um we said it was well about whilst you know when these wins when it's sustainable fat loss wins um your progress is going to kind of move a lot slower and that's really really normal that's to be expected but if you're someone that loves big results and you get motivated by that stuff then you know and you get that kind of like because you're not yeah. going to you're not seeing what you want you're not you're not being driven by the physical side of stuff so then it makes you want to go well this is too much like hard work in some ways yeah yeah or you're not getting you're not getting validated how you usually get validated mm -hmm. or you're not getting those huge big wins that if you're a high achiever or whatever like validate you and and motivate you so for that it's like it's going to seem a bit mundane and a bit like, come on, like, so, but while you're waiting, while you're taking the actions and waiting for those, that progress and that fat loss goal to sort itself out, because it will, if you're taking that action, where else are you finding like buzz and joy and, you know, 
that sense of achievement in your life like you know where else are you getting that from can you go and start you know a new hobby or you know a new skill or something like that and find it there like are you expecting this fat loss goal of yours to be the source of your joy in life because you know it might well not be like there might be I think a lot of people that's what that's what happens I do think that is a big thing that they're expecting the fat loss to be the ultimate joy for them and at the beginning like you said it is because you may be seeing big wins and big buy-ins but you're a year and a half in and you're not seeing that and you're not getting that happiness feeling from it then yeah like that's a good point like why find where are you getting your joy from like I said what about a new hobby what about learning to swim or like just something that is still kind of like something that is challenging but you get to see the progress a bit more than maybe what you're going to physically see it with fat loss when you've been on it for quite a long time um mm-hmm. yeah like, yeah I think like sometimes you can even get joy from just like ticking the boxes that you did that you achieved things throughout a day like crossing mm. off a list like I have a list every single day and yesterday look I'm showing Annie this picture of my list like it's got lots of crosses <laughs> off it like it's just about a million things written on it and I had so much happiness just from like line, line through. I've done that job. I've done that job. I've done that job. And so they don't always have to be these massive brand gestures either, do they? And I think, again, we get mm. caught up in thinking, oh, well, if it's going to be something like that, then I've got to be a new hobby. So then it's got to be something big and grand and huge. And it's like, well, no, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be at all. It can just be something as simple as ticking off things that you need to get done. That's, yeah, that's a good point as well It's like, you know we say this all the time but you're not going to see some dramatic scale drops every single week like that are going to keep you motivated and if that's what you're looking for then you are sure as hell gonna give up before you see the progress that you want um and so I think it's reminding yourself that what are the what are the other wins what are the other positives what are the other signs that you are making progress and you've even made incredible progress like can you kind of reflect back on your journey? Where were you like a year ago? Um, How far have you come now? Write them down, like make a list of like actually how you're feeling around food now and like what you're now including and like the consistency with the habits that you've actually got and the fact that you exercise regularly. And, you know, maybe if you're in perimenopause or menopause, you're feeling so much better in yourself and you couldn't even imagine being in this place like, you know, six months ago or a year ago. But also like- might add vegetables to your meals these days exactly like what are the little small actions and the small wins that you're actually taking and actually implementing whilst you're in this sense of like feeling merry and you feel like you're doing absolutely nothing to help yourself and yada 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 because what you're doing is is only looking at is the scale dropping or you know is the scale moving when actually you know, you had a really stressful week and you didn't stress eat, you went out to the gym and you implemented those strategies there instead. You haven't pressed the quote unquote, you know, fuck it button. Fuck it button. The fuck it button. <laughs> I can't swear. Um, and, you know, you didn't actually do that this time where in the past you might have done. That is a win. That is a huge win. Celebrate it, acknowledge it and keep reminding yourselves of these things because if you're starting to feel unmotivated, you're probably ignoring all of those little wins and all of those like things that are actually signs of progress 
because you're only waiting for like the scale to show 10 pounds down and yeah very true and like so maybe that's what you guys can go off and do this week actually is let's talk about what your the smallest little wins that you can find and go celebrate them and think about where okay well where can I find different forms of feeling like you've accomplished something that isn't just purely dedicated to like what the numbers are showing um and do you need to find a new hobby like is this energy that you're lacking around you just because you're bored a little bit of life and you need something new to excite you Um, Mm -hmm. and then I guess like some tools then that you could you know kind of apply to getting out of a bit of a funk is going back and asking yourself I think what what is it what do you want have your goals changed and if they have, be really honest about that and honest with yourself um, because it's okay for your goals to change. And that's not a bad thing if you're in that place where you're like, you're kind of hovering, do I want to do it? Do I not? And do the pros and cons list, like write stuff down because that will make a big difference. I think when you mm-hmm. see it visually as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah what meh means for you. Like what does meh mean for you? <laughs> yeah. Like dig a little deeper. Mare's not an emotion. Like what's no. actually going on there? Um, I think as well, like if you're perimenopausal or, you know, you're in your menopause transition, feeling flat and unmotivated is really, really common. So this can also be your hormones. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to like put that out there. So you can explore, you know, clinical options as well. How's your dosing at the minute? Are you new to HRT or, you know, perhaps you need to go back for a checkup with your hormones and just check that everything feels right there. If you're suddenly feeling a little bit flat and you think there's something else going on, what about testosterone? You know, some of my clients have recently started that. And so we're exploring that because they felt flat and a bit fatigued and just a bit off. Um, So those things as well, but also, you know, just because you're perimenopausal, it doesn't mean that all your fatigue and your low mood or your lack of motivation is hormones, right? So, you know, all of these things still apply to you there. Like what else is going on in your life? Um, But again, like be kind to yourself. Like it's actually kind of okay to just coast for a while. You don't always have to be like pushing it hell for leather. But if you feel like it's been a while and you're in a bit of a funk and you want to make a change and you're not happy with where you're at right now, remember that other side of self-compassion which is the fierce side of self-compassion and it's doing something about it and checking in with yourself a little bit deeper and reflecting like what's actually going on for you right now and maybe actually using one of the many many tools that we've just told you (laughs) that you can use and putting them into action this week yeah and make make it a thing that you're going to do like don't say you're going to do it and then you don't I think that's another one is like, oh, I haven't got time to think about this. I haven't got time to do that. But like we said, we've literally, I'll walk around the kitchen and voice note myself or talk about what's going on. And it like it doesn't have to be all singing or dancing. I've got to spend all this time working out what's going on. You don't, you can do it anywhere. You can do it in the car when you're on your way home. Like, but if it's, mm-hmm. if it's something stopping you from actioning things and yeah, you need to work out why and listen to this podcast and do some of the stuff. <laughs> listen to, listen to this podcast after it's finished. Yeah, I know. Um, they might need to listen to it again. Like go back and listen <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, listen to it again. Listen to it like a yeah. hundred times and yeah. give us a five-star rating as well. But also <laughs> um, like we're here to also help with this. So, like 
if you know I, I think we're talking a lot like if you're on a fat loss journey right now and you're you've reached a bit of a plateau and you know we want to support you through that but you know perhaps you're kind of at the start of your journey and you felt stuck and you know a bit lost for a long long time now and then you know where we are if you know you need support with that and you need more you know one-to-one hands-on support with us helping you get out of that then you like our um instagram handles you can find us they're in the show notes um so just come and say hi and just let us know what's going on like we're here to help definitely and once again thanks for listening and coming to our tech talks yeah right this is that we will catch up with you next week Bye.